Hello, I am Chuck Landington welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. The Livecast Kiss of Death has struck again. 5,000-year-old singing skeleton Christopher Lee has finally perished. Does it even count as the Kiss of Death when Lee was actually older than the concept of death? That is for you to decide. Here's the show. That is the question of the week. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. I have a little high chew in my mouth. Oh, very is that what you call it? Very professional <laughs> start. I feel yeah. like anything you chew is a high chew because you're usually high when you chew. Yeah. Like yeah, my saliva is full of THC. Ew. No, just Rob, like swallow. You're just high and you're chewing. So you're doing a high chew even if you're not chewing high chew. And, and don't chew into the mic. People have complained about it. I want people to get it's the full torture. experience. That's it. I'm not. I don't even have anything in my mouth. I'm just making the sound. It's fun. Rob brought these high chew candies, and when you at like when you first open up the the individual package, it smells like bo, but they taste good. <laughs> really? You know why? Because it's natural. They don't try to hide all the chemicals. That's not true. What's <laughs> natural about it? It's natural uh, pig fat. I don't know. What contains? What's that your nickname in high school? Natural, natural pig fat. I'm all natural, baby. <laughs> Natural and artificial flavors, it says on the bag. Uh, yeah. I want to mention, by the way, we have a, a huge guest. Although he's pretty skinny. Yeah. He keeps in shape. Uh, Popularity-wise, he's huge. We have uh, Tommy Rogers, the singer of Between the Barrier to Me. He's going to be calling in in about 20 minutes. Talking about their new album, Coma Ecleptic. And if you are a new listener, uh, perhaps you're only listening because... Uh, a huge star is going to be on our show. Uh, the live cast curse refers to people that we've either talked about relentlessly or had on the show and immediately dropped dead uh, so afterward. go see Between the Barrier and Me on this tour quick. Because it might be their <laughs> yeah. last one. They yeah. made, they made, he may die of a heart attack or some other horrible, horrible... Mm-hmm. And Christopher Lee is the last... Uh, the, I shouldn't say the last, the most recent <laughs> yeah. example. Because we... Sort of had a meme of Christopher Lee being on our show. Yep. And then he, he died. But See, he's so old, though. The actual person so is, doesn't even have to be on the show. It could just be us talking about them. <laughs> that's still good enough. Who was that wrestler that, we, that died recently? Dusty Rhodes? Oh, Dusty Rhodes. No, not Dusty Rhodes. No. The old man that body Oh, Vern Gagne. Vern Gagne. I mean, like, no. he was old also, but yeah. still. But uh, we didn't really talk about death. him till he. Till he died. No, we talked about him and right then, before. Remember when he like oh that choke slam that yeah, guy that's and killed right. him? That's right. But Body slam, whatever. Come on, he was on death's yeah, door. Right? I still I like taking credit for it because why not? <laughs> Some yeah. other uh, notable cachet were uh, Seth Putnam, who we interviewed. Mm-hmm. Dave, Dave Brocky from Dave Brock. War. Oh, Dave Brocky. Peter Steele, who we played a parody uh, song of him, and then the the next the moment the that episode yes, ended, we, found out we went off the air and found out that he had just died. Which means he died during the episode. Yep. Probably the exact second we pushed play on the parody. He I'd died. like to think so. Uh, who else? Anyone else? I'm forget- oh, uh, uh, Mitch Suic- Lucker. Suicide yeah, Mitch Silence Lucker. guy. Yeah. Um, who else, Rob? We've had Tim Lambesis like- on the show. He hasn't died, but he's in prison. And we now. had his. Uh, oh no, she, she wasn't dead. I was gonna say. Odorous? Did we mention Odorous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're the Grim Reapers, yeah. essentially. <laughs> or we interview and talk about a lot of people who are very likely to die. Because they have either are old or just live really <laughs> yeah. dangerous, unhealthy lifestyles. I think it's probably the latter. I still like taking credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not going to be quite as much between the buried and this guy pretty oh. soon. Oh, no. Get it? Mm, good one. Get it? <laughs> 
This is a good one. Are you implying that our guest is going to die? That's right. That's eventually. Why people are going to stop coming on our show eventually. Then. Yeah. Everyone well, dies eventually. We can't let the guests know about the, the kiss of death curse. I don't, I don't know. That's pretty grim. If you go on a show knowing that it's going to lead to your death, only the <laughs> grimmest metal bands will want to be our guests. That's I, true. I, I want to read a comment from the chat. Guest 4085 <laughs> said. Comma zero. And this, comma I, zero. I never thought of this. This is a great point. Randy Bly avoided the curse by pushing someone. Oh, oh he, he pushed the oh, curse onto somebody it. else. Yes, uh, yes. I get it. it's like it's like Final Destination. You find someone to take yeah. your place in the line. Hmm. <laughs> Rob, can we have Jose on the show again? <laughs> Can't hurt. That's not a no. He didn't say no. No. God damn it. I mean, not everyone we've interviewed has died, but, you know, yeah. if you want someone to die, it can't hurt to yeah. have them on. Yeah. Yeah, we have, a, it helps. we have a few callers who oh, probably don't know that. Uh, Which one of us is going to pretend to be uh, Tommy Rogers? I'll be Christopher Lee and <laughs> pretending <laughs> to be Tommy Rogers. 847, you're on the live cast. Yeah, hey, what's up? This is Leroy. Oh, hey, oh, Leroy. Can't fool you. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Let's, uh, let's try anyway. Chilling at the outlet mall. Hello, this Whoa. is Tommy Rogers. How are you? Uh, is this Christopher Lee or is this? This is Tommy Rogers. I have a new album full of Christmas songs. <laughs> no, Tommy, your album doesn't have any Christmas songs. Oh. It's, a, it's all original material. All original Christmas material. Yeah. No, no, no. Was some of it written during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been recorded, recorded during yeah, Christmas. There, there you go. Yes, all in December, and it's fantastic metal song. It's metal, right? Yes. It's okay. okay. It's like progressive, you know, <laughs> progressive rock. Progressively Christian Christmas music. <laughs> it's not, uh, not at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's up? Do you have a Do you have a question of some sort or, or a comment? <laughs> what's yeah, a, what's I, happening at the I mall? I have a couple questions. Um, I was wondering if I could claim that couples retreat T-shirt and hat. What couples retreat? That's like so long ago. Oh my god! Who the hell has that anymore? We don't even. Know. Don't Is even... that still sitting around? Where did we get that? Who? who Lonnie. Gave... Oh, okay. Lonnie. Good. Lord. We don't have that anymore. Sorry. No. Sorry. We'll, we'll uh, uh, text well, Lonnie. I feel like I've been a pretty frequent caller and voicemail leaver. Uh, you guys don't really send out any prizes anymore. What's up with that? Well, we oh, used to send boy. out the prizes when people would do stuff. Yeah. And do you really need a, a free CD? It sounds like I, you, know, well, you have I a great a job. Hook me up with that Shredder T-shirt. But you can afford a Shredder T-shirt. You have a great you work job. For Amazon or whatever. Why don't you support Metal Injection by giving yeah. us money for all this free content? Oh, I yeah. I listening and calling. Um, wait, and Leroy. Excuse me, Leroy. Have you gone to iTunes and rated and reviewed us? Ah. Yeah, I actually did. I got ah. five stars. Take that, Noah. Okay. What did the review right. say? Yeah. It said, you guys are great. I love everybody on the cast except for Sydney. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was about to say, Rob, send this man a, a T-shirt, but I, I'm not going to. Why? Even though I just did. Send him a T-shirt, Rob. I talked to Rob about this, I feel like, last week. Um, me and my wife, when we moved into our new place, we don't have quite as much uh, media storage space as we did before, so we had to take some DVDs off of our shelves. Okay. So now I just have a box of DVDs that we are never going to watch again, so we just <laughs> put them in a closet. So I told Rob, I was like, maybe once a week we should just give away one useless DVD. But Rob yeah. was then like, well, that, you'll send them out, all right? And I was like, oh, then never mind. I could send them from work. 
Oh. <laughs> There yeah. you go. Just there we go. Yeah. All right, so starting next week. We'll make serious pickups. There you time. go. So but you get a free random DVD from Sid. That's your prize. But hold no on. no, uh, no Canada or international shipping. Yeah. I fully Sorry, support Josh. this idea, but I do think we should make them do something mildly, yeah. you know, creative you or maybe test people. Huh? Send us a parody. We'll play it. Wow, the Leroy complaint. Are you line. kidding? We'll play anything you fucking send us, even if it's horrible. We'll play we still it. have yeah. drops from last week that we haven't played, right? Yeah, and we got some new ones this week. Ooh. Yeah, we had a very special guest in the yeah. studio last week. So yeah, there was a lot going on. Yeah, this week we'll get to everything. Did you get Dave Hill's new album, Leroy? No, man, that guy's not very entertaining. I don't know why I got to keep bringing him back. Really? Wow. Because that's weird. You know, I know not you know, everyone... That's funny, because uh, whenever you're on the line, I'm like, you know, this caller isn't really that entertaining. <laughs> well, no, what I was going to say is that not. I know not everyone likes everything, but I feel like the response for Dave Hill is always like overwhelmingly so great. Yeah. And we not are even, all huge fans. Not oh, even us fans. just being biased, but I feel like if we loved someone... But the audience hated it. I don't think we would be yeah. having them on over and over. But everyone fucking raves about Dave Hill every time he's and on. And I feel like he kind of meshes with us well. So mm-hmm. even though the show takes yeah. on a different tone, it's just one show out of, you know, a bunch. So He gets what we're doing it. here. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and it's only one degree of separation from Phil Anselmo. So that's cool for so many people. <laughs> yeah. So Leroy I feel like and- that's all it is. It's like his relation to Phil Anselmo. Yeah. But that well, didn't no. exist before he met Rob. We yeah. don't have to defend Dave Hill. He yeah. doesn't like him. That's okay. You know, yeah. that's fine. Let's move still, that's definitely still not download really the episode. I really got no problem with him. Okay. I do recommend seeing like- stand up because it's fucking hilarious. Yep. Yeah, the new album is really, really good. I didn't even hear that yet. Rob sent it to me, but just seeing him live. Uh, I've mm-hmm. even seen him do the same material like twice. It's still funny. And yep. it's still fucking hilarious. <clears throat> so uh, we're gonna we're gonna let you go, Leroy, because we have a few other callers. Nine five one, you're on the live cast. Nope. Nine five one. Hello. Oh, you're. The, don't be afraid. We're all friends. Hello. All right. Seven oh three. You're on the live cast. What's up, you guys? What's hey. up? What's your name? Where you're from? Hey, I'm Thomas Hines from Virginia. Hi, Thomas from Virginia. What can we do for Someone you? Someone with energy. That's good. Uh, just, uh, just decided to call in today. Okay. Uh, how you guys doing? Great. Doing a podcast. Yeah. Pretty cool. Awesome. We're, kind of, we're kind of doing something like, right now. I like Dave Hill. I'm, I, I'm a big Dave Hill fan, so I like when you guys have him on. Oh, cool. So you're a first time, long time. Yeah. What made you call in today? Uh, I, I saw that Tommy Rogers was going to be on the show. Not oh. that I'm disappointed he's not here yet, but uh, I, I re- I'm a huge fan of, uh, of uh, BT Bam. So. All right, so call That's back. Good. You can call back when he's here and ask him some stuff, too. Or we can leave him on hold. Yeah, I might. Yeah, you can stay on hold, too. It's a pretty pretty chill afternoon. Where are you guys broadcast this from? Brooklyn, Brooklyn. New York. Bay Ridge. Oh, sweet. It's getting a little specific. Sweet. One, one, two. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that the zip code really is going to make much difference one way or the other, Rob. You could go ahead and say that. I don't know what it is. 11209. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Represent. Wait, someone just knocked on the door. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Leroy got some stuff at the mall for us. Thank you. All right. Well, Um, uh, anything else you want to say right now before we... uh, 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 Keep rocking. Well, I I was going to ask, how's your day going? (laughs) What are you up to? My day is going fantastic, I... Got some like good donuts earlier. Oh, okay. do tell. Now you're speaking well, our language. It's called Dunkin' Donuts. And I, I, I started my day off with uh, Obscura by Gorguts, so it's always a good day. 
That is a good day. That's Great a good album. death metal record. Okay. Sid, is that Absolutely. your favorite death metal? Yeah, record? I don't know. No. What is? Start with that. Curious. I'm sure I own something death metal. Rob, I don't know. You, what's what's an obvious death metal thing that I would own? Slayer. Slayer counts really as death, death metal. metal. No, no, that's like eh. it's like proto. Proto. Death metal. I was going to say that. What's like a original death metal artist? Dying fetus. No, don't have any. That's but that, he would. Nope. That's dying death. fetus. Death. Like, Ryan. Hey, I got a question for you, Rob. What at is, the gates? Yeah, I have some by them. There okay. you go. There you go. Never mind. I was going to say what's something that approaches like punk and is infused with yeah. death metal. Well, I got the game. All the sweetest stuff, like early in flames, maybe? Nah. Uh, are you asking me like I know? <laughs> I, I'm asking myself. He's I'm musing. Expertise. He's musing. Yeah, musing. Thank you. Muse. They, do they count as death metal? <laughs> no. I love them. No, they don't. All right. Thank you very much. Well, we'll, we'll keep you on hold if you cool. want to wait till Tommy calls in. But we have No, a, I mean. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 260. Oh, you're so rude. I didn't ask. We told you. Two six zero, you're on the live. Oh, two six zero is too shy. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. If you call the number, we're gonna pick up on you. That's how the show works. Rob loves <laughs> picking up on people. He doesn't even care. <laughs> and Sid likes picking on people. It's true. Yeah. See how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're um, right, Rob. You look sad. I'm okay. Yesterday, I went to Big Apple Barbecue. Oh, my God. Noah had a lot of barbecue yesterday. I had so much barbecue yesterday. And you had the VIP experience. Well, actually, I kind of had better than the VIP experience. (laughs) And we just (laughs) be VIP. Like, break in here and say what that is. It's like a fest where you get a wristband and walk around and try all the different barbecue. Not really. It's it's free to the public. It's basically a bunch of uh, barbecue restaurants from like all across the country yeah um drive in but what's the point of the via if everything's free anyway what's the everything point of the is via? not it's free. not it's not free you so you basically free to get free. in oh. free to get in you gotta it's buy around, food right oh. like it's around like the they um they have their tents or whatever around madison park and you you can get whatever you want like but sandwiches are like nine bucks or reasonable whatever mm-hmm. so um yeah like vendors from all over the country um, will drive their smokers and stuff, and they'll park in the city. And my friend Roland from work, he's friends with um, a pitmaster, or like with all the pitmasters, and he basically um, got like the backstage back tent experience. How does one become friends with all the pitmasters? Roland is the Eat shit. Eat a lot of barbecue. No, oh, okay. No, Fair that's enough. not it. I mean, like Roland. Has, no, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. He's very well connected. Yeah, Roland's a talent booker, so. He just deals with uh, these type of things all the time. All the pitmasters? Sure. Yay. Those guys network on... through networking. And it also... just seems like there's only so much time in the day. How could you know everyone? I just can't comprehend. Uh, well, because you're the most antisocial person in the world. You yeah. refuse to know true. anybody. It's also true. <laughs> but so even still... it's, it is hard for you to comprehend, but people uh, you don't, find it very you're, easy. You're way social. You don't know how many pitmasters do you know? Two. Okay. Name them. You know Liar. How, and it John and Franklin. Liar. It could also be that the pitmasters know Roland because they're a fan of the show that he's he's worked right. on or like, you okay. know, he, he's worked in the entertainment business for a long time. Like he how worked with he? MTV and with I think was he worked he with Jimmy Kimmel. Hmm. No, he he worked with TRL on with uh, Carson Daly. Damn. At like the height of Carson's Ooh, career. Did, has he ever met Idalis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was another VJ, correct? <laughs> 
Adam West? No, Caduce. Adam Kurtz. Adam West. Has he been Adam West? Caduce, that's right. Can you spell Caduce right now, Rob? Do it. I don't know. It's like Q-D-D-U-S. Or something. It was like something that's really one thing stupid. we can let Rob off the hook for not knowing. <laughs> Thank you. Let's be God fair. bless you for bringing up Caduce, though. Rob, he was like the pre-sway. Rob, spell sway. <laughs> Z. Oh, yeah. That's for the Polish sway. Zway. Zway back. <laughs> um, it was back so funny. The other day at Sirius, I was walking towards the lobby and like all like the MTV VJs from the past, like um, Julie Brown. Um, oh, from like the 80s? Other, yeah. What's Downtown that? Julie Brown or regular Julie Brown? Because there were Her. two. Regular. The white regular one or the African American one? Black regular. Yeah. Regular. Yeah, black one. What are black people not regular? <laughs> Well, because she didn't have a nickname. Oh she around. Good scene. I'll give downtown. As like, even as a kid, I was like, downtown, she's black, wait, wait, wait. so she has to be downtown. Downtown, Julie, downtown, Julie, downtown Julie Brown or Upper East Side Julie yeah. Brown. Yeah. My friends and I used to call her Uptown Julie Brown yeah. <laughs> just to differentiate them. Or they could have just called her Brown Julie Brown. I mean, if they wanted to, right? I mean, that's probably what they did at the Ask Roland. Okay. If, if that's what they called her at the MTV offices. Hmm. Okay, I'll I'll text him and like, get back to you. I like the white Julie Brown. She had a big rack, as I recall. <laughs> she had an enormous. She totally like. I didn't think she was very attractive. She was a lot like Rachel Dratch. No, she had a better face than Rachel. Not, no, mean, in the same dynamic, though. I'm not saying she was as like bad as Rachel Dratch. Yeah, like the same thing going on. Like she wasn't very attractive other than her breasts. Oh, yeah, Matt well, Pinfield. I see Matt Pinfield around all Matt the time. Matt Pinfield's oh, yeah. a good dude. Just, um, um, but he looks exactly. Like, he looks a little bit like he has alopecia. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> he looks like um, uh, I'm trying. To, some Uncle Fester. Uncle he looks Fester. a little like uh, John Crock. Also, I could see that Matt Pinfield, like a shaved John Crock, but just someone that Pastier. really or the guy from The Shield, Michael Chiklis. Yeah, oh him. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't uh, look like Michael Chiklis. I at could all. sort of see that. Nah, he doesn't. Michael Chiklis looks like a, a, a muscular fat guy. So Matt anyways. Pinfield looks like he's like never got off his sofa. Like if Michael Chiklis and Jabba the Hutt had a son. <laughs> <laughs> now, can I ask a question about Sirius, though? I don't know. Like, I feel like every week we talk about someone else has a show there. Mm-hmm. Like, how big is this fucking building? Like, everybody in the world have a show? It's well, they don't a- have a sh- they're not at the same time. Uh-huh. So they all shit, but they all rotate. And the, rec- the recording booths are smaller than Noah's bathroom. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. No one, pun intended. For the DJ booths, yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, like a show will need an actual studio to operate out of. Mm-hmm. So and it's all just scheduled studios. Right, and there's also, like, other facilities, like in Nashville. We have some talent there. Mm-hmm. And talent, L.A. Quote, unquote. Austin. D.C.? Yeah, <laughs> Is there still something D.C.? in D.C.? Yeah, huge facility in D.C., just seems like an awful lot of people have serious shows. Well, there's like 200 Wait, channels. So. An awful lot or a lot of awful? Both. Okay. <laughs> an awful lot of awful. <laughs> so what were, what were these DJs, the VJs doing? You said you saw these VJs. Um, I don't know. They were just congregating in the lobby. Looking for work? Janitorial services. They all had a mop in their hands. There was an opening. Please. There was one opening for an 80s VJ. Uh, please. And they were like, yeah. uh, on 80s on 8. And all of them came running like, oh, we need a job. <laughs> no one went to the bathroom and Duff was on the fucking oh, floor with no. a toothbrush. And then, uh, and then Jesse Camp rolls in. And he has a job. He's the janitor. Yeah. 
Yep. Did you see uh, uh, what's her name? Kennedy just had a show. She's, she's on, on Fox, Fox News. News. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. She, but she, she had a, a game show too. What? She, had a, she was what hosting was the a game, game show. I don't even remember. It was like, uh, was it the one where you fall through the floor if you're wrong on the oh, question? God. Oh God! Maybe it wasn't that. But she was on Game Show Network with her own game show. Yikes! Uh, Dr. Dre, uh, someone asked Dr. Dre oh, and Fat yeah. Five Freddy. No, oh. but Ed Lover, Ed Lover yeah. I've seen. has a show on the hip hop channel. Yep. And Ed Lover once kicked me out of a studio. And it was <laughs> what? great. What? You awesome. told, I feel like yeah, you told I, I mentioned this on the show. Well, I like, I just walked into any, any available studio mm-hmm. and he had it booked. But he was very. He was super polite. He was yeah. Like, he seems like a cool guy. And he had a giant fur coat. On. Is he fatter yeah. now? No, he, he was, looks he was fine. Yeah, he, he looks exactly the same. Did he do the dance for you? Did he do the Ed Lover dance? It was, it was just a completely cordial. Like, hey, man. I'm like, oh, I'll get right out of your way. Did okay, you do the you. Ed Lover dance for him? When he went into the booth and had his back to me, that's oh. did you ask him to do the no, truffle shuffle? <laughs> None of this happened. Do you think the the, the shitty doctor downtown Dr. Dre uh, <laughs> is resentful Dr. Dre. that like he? I think he had the name first, right? And the other know. Dr. Dre became sure. a yeah, billionaire now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it's cut? just like it's not necessarily the most original. There was there was Dr. Dre, and then there was you should see a Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was not, the difference there. It is you're right. It's not an original name, but the fact that two people were both pretty famous for, yeah. Yeah. for having in the that same name. genre yeah in the at same, the same time like yeah. they had to like work together sometimes I'm sure they had to in, one had to interview the other I'm yeah. sure there were Dr. Dre on Dr. Dre interviews because I, yeah. I, I never I don't, I don't even remember if there was ever a beef about that they never like were hostile no, right I doubt it. probably not that's weird it seems like something you'd be pissed about like who had it first and hmm. you know but maybe he just knew his place enough to be like I'm not gonna fuck with a guy in NWA right. I'm just gonna let this one go <laughs> for anyone that's under 25 there was another Dr. Dre who was a, 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 a rapper Yo, also MTV raps. he was also a rapper and a VJ yeah but mostly and, I think he's known for the VJ yeah probably and he had a movie remember they had two of them had a movie who's the man who's right? the man terrible Dennis Leary awful who's yeah <laughs> Nah, not even for what it was. I'm trying was to remember who else was in it. And they both acted. Lots, lots of cameos. Lots of I think Run DMCs and then like all these fucking rappers and stuff. Yeah. Easy E. No. No. I think he might have been it was dead. Like by East then. Coast versus West Coast. That but he might have been, been dead by then anyway. I don't think he was dead by then. He died what ninety four five. I feel like maybe a little bit later than that, Rob. Could you when did Easy E get the AIDS? You know the the NWA movie is coming out. Yeah, the summer ninety five. Oh, yeah, yeah. March twenty sixth, ninety five. When did I was gonna say? When did uh, Easy step on that uh, tin can and get the AIDS? <laughs> <clears throat> what? <laughs> <laughs> I meant he didn't get it from stepping on a tin can. It was a joke. Got it from the sex. Yeah, without a condom. Yeah, sex. But <laughs> you could get it from. Uh, well, non- that's the highest risk uh, sexually. Mm. Not that it's the only way. It's very hard for a man to get uh, AIDS from penile vaginal intercourse, though. Unless right? you're easy E and that's all you do every day with any woman who walks up to you. Yeah. Impossible. Think about it. If, it, if it, his dick was working like six hours a day, <laughs> it's going to get a little, or uh, maybe little sore. maybe him and Magic Johnson were having a menage a trois. Swords crossed? Certainly possible. Cross the stream uh, a Eiffel bit, Towering then? a bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he got... I guess if I had to choose which one would die and which one would live on, I'd... 
rather keep Magic Johnson alive. Why? Magic's not doing anything, though. What do you it, mean? He's doing a lot for the, the black communities. He has a, not to, all I those mean, movie I mean, theaters. Easy e had fallen from grace by then anyway. Easy e could be making he mu- had like good one music. Good song. He, he had could, one good song. He could be NWA. making terrible music that we could play on the live cast and make fun of it. He had one good song after NWA called Real Motherfucking G's. He could yeah. play that, Rob. If you could find that on YouTube, that is a great song. Wasn't that the song day. where he disses uh, Dr. Yeah. Dre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's great. Him and he disses him. He disses Snoop. It's the response it's song to the to um, and the beat. It's just oh, it's legitimately a really really good hip hop song. He wasn't like, really, really a good rapper. Like, no, he never he evolved was like, from that like early nineties. He was style he was the per- personality of the group. I don't think he even wrote his own raps. I think Ice Cube mo- wrote most of them for him. Yeah, he wasn't really a good rapper at all. I didn't think. But so what? Neither is Ja Rule. We play the shit out of him. That's on right. Show. Yeah. Did you find it, Rob? Uh, no, I did not find God it because it. it is time for our interview. All right. Well, maybe he wants to. Maybe Tommy Rogers wants to listen to Easy. Can we play it during the music break? I'm here. I'm ready for my interview. <laughs> no, Christopher Lee. No. What? Why are you shouting? I'm sorry. You're dead. I feel it's like it's hard to hear down here in hell. Oh, you're in hell? Yes, of course. You listen to heavy metal, of course. I made many satanic-themed movies, and Jesus does not like that. So Jesus exists? Jesus is the one true God. Yes, I found out the hard way. (laughs) But luckily, (laughs) luckily, if I die here again, I get to go to a Future Islands concert. Sounds great from what I've heard of them. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun, Chris. I'm a little out of the loop, but what a terrific name for a band. Before I go, I need to mention that I died recently. Oh, yeah, we know, Christopher. We talked that. about it at the time. I of the was show. 93 years old. Well, you still lived a full life. What? When? <laughs> In your 93 years yeah, of life. Oh, yeah. yes. So unfortunately, I passed away. Yeah, we just talked about it, Chris. <laughs> we did? Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> I seem to still have in, been inhabiting my body I had when I was alive at the end of my life, which is a bummer. <laughs> I'm still senile, apparently. Well, I never knew a uh, bummer was in Chris Lee's uh, lexicon. Yeah, he's a metal dude. That's up. right. Uh, Sid, I have a metal album of Christmas That's right, songs. yeah. It's always Christmas time. To a metal beat. <laughs> Which will come out soon, and then I'll shortly die thereafter. Oh, no, no, it came out already, and you died. Oh, right. By the way, did I mention I have a Christmas album? Yes! <laughs> All right, let me vacate the premises. I'll be back shortly. <laughs> oh, oh, no, he's coming back later. Well, let's get time. Hello, everybody. Oh, I no. have a Christmas <laughs> album full of metal songs. All right. Uh, oh. Call not answered. Well, that's just rude. That means we have time for ECE, right? Yeah, please. Play I'm some really Eazy-E excited to hear well, that song now. It's yeah. so good, especially the beginning. What's the name of the song? Real motherfucking G's. There it is. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> this, is, this is the polar opposite of real motherfucking G's. This is the falsest G's that G's ever G'd. <laughs> Ah. So good. Ah. 
let that real shit provoke. So you just wanna be low, then you'll get smoked. Then I hope that your fans understand when you talk about playing me. The same records that you're making is playing me. Motherfucker, Jerry, motherfucker, Snoop, motherfucker, Death Row. Yeah, when it comes, my love blow. Cause I'm the E-A-Z-Y-E, and this is the season to let the real motherfucking G's in. You just gonna look at Hello? Hey Tommy, welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. Uh, not much. We're just you know blasting a little easy. Yeah, I was gonna say I hear some, some rap music. It's, it's just some real motherfucking G's. Not any rap music. <laughs> a little easy with you. It's a classic. Are you guys Are you guys excited about the new NWA movie? Yes. Yeah. It looks good. I was skeptical. Yeah. I was yeah. skeptical, but seeing the trailer, I'm very intrigued yeah. by it. It looks like Hollywood. One of the worst things, one of my biggest pet peeves is happening right now. What's that? My phone, when I talk, I can hear myself talking after uh, I talk. Oh, oh no. it's probably a bad connection. We should hang up and call you again. Yeah. Or do you, I'll, I'll text you the number and you can call us. All right. Sounds good. All right. We're going to have yeah. Tommy Rogers on the line as soon as we get a good connection. Well, while was... we do this, can we put Easy E back on? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I thought that was a good entrance music. Yeah. Hate those studio gangsters. Suburban. I like that Sid knows about like you know like real like ghetto rap. All right, Tommy, welcome to the live cast. <laughs> we got his E back on. <laughs> hey there. I like it. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, welcome to the Metal Injection live cast. This is Rob, of course, and I'm here with Noah. Hello, Sid. Hey, and 3D. That's me. And we're also going to be taking some awesome. calls. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to ask Tommy a question, number to dial 646-929-1357. Tommy, I've been listening to your new album this week. Uh, Do you hate it? I really like it, actually. Sorry to say. You like it? Good. Yeah. It's and nice. it's crazy because Rob doesn't like metal at all anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I don't really think it's like... It's more of like a progressive, metal, like progressive rockish. It's not super yeah. metal. So it sounds like yes. Yeah, there's definitely uh, elements that there's like some good synth, keyboard solos, some good keyboards in there. I like it. Yeah, there's, there's no solos. I don't think, but there's there's a lot of keys in there. Uh, now you do the keys, right? Uh, mostly is that um, Dan and I? Yeah, mm-hmm. I see. And, and are you fighting for the keyboard solo? But but like the guitarists are like no. No, I actually don't like keyboard solos. Oh, yeah? What's your beef with them? Yeah. Um, they're normally really cheesy. Okay. I, and I And I'm not very good. I can't really do one. I don't. <laughs> okay, you know. you're an honest guy. But also, I, I feel I'm like... Not, I'm not trying to fake the phone. You can have like a breakdown and the music stops and you just do chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, so I can do that. There you go. Next album. Uh... Yeah, and I, I really like your uh, vocal performance as well. I think it's it's very, very good. Lots of vocal Thanks, range are showing. So, yeah, it was it was a fun, it was a fun record to write. Uh, a lot of time was put into the vocals, um, more than normal, I would say. Probably the most time I've ever put into them. Which um, I'm glad. I'm glad I did that because I'm I'm probably more happy with this than I normally am. So yeah. 
pretty stoked. We'll see if people like it, you know. Uh, and you guys are about to head out on the road with Animal Fizzlers and the Contortionist. Yeah. And uh, it, you can almost... Is it kind of kind of weird now? Like, the, there's this new wave of bands coming that are very clearly influenced by you guys, like, specifically, like, a band like the Contortionist? Um, see that. It makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's great. I, I think that was, that's kind of, we're huge fans of music ourselves. And, you know, and, and to, to know that we've helped people, you know, build their sound and, and motivate people to write music, I think just, I don't know, it, it feels good, you know, because we were huge fans of other bands and we've been, you know, bands motivate us and influence us. So, yeah, it's it's just a a constant cycle and we're glad to be a part of that but yeah it does make me feel old so just like a lot of things so speaking of feeling old um this week i was thinking about how like it must have been maybe like eight years ago when we came and we saw you guys at cbgb's and yeah um, yeah. yeah and like you like between the barrier and me it was like one of the first interviews that rob did which became like a legendary interview of metal injection and i was thinking like Wow, you guys got to play CBs. Um, are there any other venues like across the country where you play, and there's a lot of history there? And um, um, like, I mean, yeah, I think I th- we played Radio City Music Hall, which was pretty intense. Um, we played it with Coheed a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. And, um, I don't know. Just thinking all the, I don't know. I always like to think about all the bands that play in, in places. You know, we played the Fillmore in San Francisco and. I just think about how Dave Chappelle did stand up there, you know. Um, <laughs> back in the day, we did the Troc in L.A., which, you know, Molly True and all those bands. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there's a lot of history in a lot of the clubs. And I don't know, certain clubs, like even the Palladium where Metal Fest is, you know, Pantera filmed the walk video there. And, you know, I literally think about that every time I'm there. I'm like, oh, they filmed a video that I watched in rotation constantly when I was younger right on the stage. So, yeah, that's it. Those clubs are, it's awesome. And, and, and CB was, yeah, it was the same type of thing. It's it's crazy to be there. I think we played there two times total before mm-hmm. they closed. Um, but, yeah, a lot of good clubs with history. Are there any clubs that you're still like, uh, one day we'll get to this place? Um, I'm still waiting for that arena tour, but we'll see. You know, we've been trying to play arenas for years, but we just, we just can't. I don't know. Nobody likes us. It sucks. Oh. Rob, can you pull some strings? Uh, <laughs> Justin, you guys are playing the garden next week. Get over nice, here. nice. You guys just played Bonner. No, I mean, I, I don't know. As far as for real clubs that we would play, I don't, I don't really know. I don't, I, I don't really keep up with uh, venue history. <laughs> well, what was it like but, playing um, Bonner? Yeah, you guys that just That must have been awesome. It was, it was cool, yeah. it was. Um, I'm personally not a fan of fests. But, uh, yeah, I was very surprised with the crowd. Um, you know, it was one Dish. of those things we Dish. didn't know Why how people... Uh, say it again? Why do you hate the fests? With, um, with the I, long I, day? I, I, yeah, long day. I, I just can't stand playing outside. Mm. Ah. I, have, um, I don't like... I'm weird. I don't like being able to see people very well. And, I'll, and I feel... I, I have, like, bad social anxiety on stage, which is... I obviously have the long job to have that. But, um... Mm. 
I don't know, you outside know, I, I feel very exposed and I can see I, everything. You totally get that. Like, um, a few weeks ago, Rob and I went to see Clutch in Central Park, and I was like, all right, I, I haven't been to an outdoor concert in forever, uh-huh. but it got so, like, invasive just, like, seeing all these, like, sweaty dudes. Well, like, I'm saying, you get you get the sun shining bright down and some of these fucking miscreants. Yeah, you know, yeah like, yeah. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. better when it's dark. But it is also that, right? around me. <laughs> don't defend them. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, well, lights, I don't know, something, something about lights and, you know, a dark vibe, you know, it's easier to perform. You know, it's it's weird in, in sunlight to play grim metal. But, uh, <laughs> I, but yeah, I don't know. The, the Bonnaroo was great, though. I mean, the crowd, you know, it was, there was a lot of people. People seemed to really enjoy it. Um, we, we, you know, there weren't many metal bands on the fest, so it was, you know, we were very honored to be part of it and have the response we, we had. And, yeah, it was a fast trip. I literally, it was one day and one day out, so, yeah. Did you get to stick around and see any uh, other acts that you might um, not help? I didn't see. I didn't really see anybody else. Um, some of the guys saw Tears for Fears. And they said oh, wow. it was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Yeah, it was a a, lo- a long day, but yeah, good. And you recently, uh, you had a kid not too long ago, right? Okay. I did. He's he's three now. Um, okay. Yeah. He's, That's three years I'm ago. At him right now. I'm, he's asleep right now in front of me. Oh. I was like, what was the last time I saw uh, Tommy like in a conversational sense? And I remember it was at Summer Slaughter three years ago, probably right oh, yeah. after uh, yeah. he was born. And uh, is it is it like is it a little harder to go out on the road now that you have your kid there? Oh, definitely. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think I think any musician father um, is lying if they say it's not. But is um, there any song where he he's like. The road ain't no place to start a family. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. There's, a lot of, there's truth to that. You um, know. I have no idea I, what you're talking about. But all right. Journey song. Um, <laughs> like, we're supposed to know Journey's yeah. entire catalog. Is it Don't Stop Believing? I think that was, an, was no, actually an easy e song. Yeah. Yeah, it was an I was going to say, three years ago is, is roughly when we killed Seth Putnam, yeah. right? So that maybe one life came oh out of the world. Oh, my God. 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 <laughs> the, the curse of the live cast. Yeah. Like he he appeared on our show, and he died shortly there. Very yeah. shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not to say that you're going to die or anything. No, no. Me. It's not everybody. Yeah, you guys are cursing here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wear a helmet, buckle your seatbelt, just, you know. Yeah, Standard safety measures. Stay on the bus. Don't talk to anyone. Do the yeah. show. Yeah. Go home. Live in a bunk. Maybe <laughs> just don't leave the house. <laughs> hey, you, you, you're describing me right now. Yeah. You Every right. every yeah. sentence just describe me. So you did. <laughs> if you look at the bright side, I don't have to play fests. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could just have like a Tommy hologram. Oh, uh, that'd, that'd be awesome. awesome. But have you thought about like cutting down on the touring or like only accepting like good tours or you just? Accept I mean, we, we we have we definitely have compared to you know the old days. We used to do, I don't know, eight to ten months a year sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I mean we're all older now. You know, we all have you know elements of a grown up lifestyle now, and you know, I think we just we make sure that all the tours we we do do are are beneficial. You know as far as the band and, and financially and, you know, get, get all the, co- uh, the corners covered, you know, so, um, just a lot, a lot more planning into what we're doing and if it makes sense for us. 
And like a lot of the like I guess like a large part of uh, a band's income would come from being on the road. So touring is Correct, quite a yeah. skill to your career. Yeah. Um, but like, how, lately I've been reading a lot of psychology books about like relationships and stuff like that. How do you um, balance your home life and your relationship with your wife and your son, and um, then the band relationship, which is you know, kind of like another world, especially when you step outside the home life. Um, yeah. I guess, like, you know, the the books say that, like, autonomy is really important and stuff, and I guess that's easy in a long-distance relationship, but how do you kind of fall back into your home life when you get home? Yeah, the the toughest part is is it's so night and day. You know, when I'm home, I'm home all day, every day. I'm a total stay-at-home dad, you know, so I, I get to see him constantly, and then all of a sudden I leave, I'm gone. So, that's a tough, that transition is really tough because there's no like in between where I'm sort of home or I'm sort of not. It's either all or nothing. And that, that's, that's honestly the hardest for all of us, I think. And, um, I don't know. I mean, there's really no way to describe the balance. You just kind of have to, I think it's just like having a kid. You can't tell someone how to prepare to have, to have a kid. You just kind of have to do it and you experience it day to day. It's kind of the same thing. You, you find things that make it easier on all ends. You know, the, 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 touring musicians or the the person that stays at home and you know both struggle and both have to find ways to make it work for them you know and I learned personally I learned that riding on the road really helps me because um, I never did that till Maddox was born and um my last solo record I actually wrote the entire thing on the road and it was such a because I struggled even before I had him I struggled with boredom and just feeling like feeling like my day is has worth because um, aside from playing a show you're kind of just waiting around and yeah you know, kind of be kind of being a bum so and for me that's always that's that's always been a problem so when I started kind of bringing writing into my schedule I almost felt like I had a day job and you know it, when I went to bed at night I felt like okay I accomplished this today you know I played a show and I wrote some music and I can work on this tomorrow and so that that personally has helped me kind of my mind off of, of you know missing and missing home and and the fact that I'm on tour, right? And still feeling like very productive and being able to kind of relax. Yeah, it's stress when you get home. I get it. We really need to move forward with these teleporters. It would make touring so much so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> or or you can just it's better so that they don't have to be on the road for so long. Yeah, Rob, pay them better. <laughs> How much do you pay musicians for metal injection? You pay like every time you write an article, right? It's you pay a priceless amount of publicity that we pay yeah. them. Well, according to some people, it's free publicity, so there's the price. So you can't put a price. You can't put a value to the publicity that we give it between the barriers and me. Rob uh, does many in the and Oh. Exactly. I'm a total mensch. <laughs> None of us are making money. Let's just all be honest here. Come on. Oh, Rob's rich. Rob's oh, rich. damn it. <laughs> I'm the only one in the room making good money. I gotta get going. Yeah. Let, me, let me pull pull my jet around. You've got that damn teleporter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a caller. If anybody wants to call in and ask Tommy a question, 646-929-1357-951. Here's your chance. Say area code. Area code. Nobody. Nobody. I hear they're just being shy. They're just in awe of your presence. I don't know what to say. 
All right, I guess so what, what else is new? When's the last time I talked to you guys? It's been a while. A while, yeah. Our lives are so different then. Oh, <laughs> that's so sad. You're still in New York, I assume. Still in New York. Yes, yes. Still, cool. still in New York. Right, I live in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay. And it's pretty much the same thing, except we have more wrinkles and a lot more bones that are aching. Gray pubes. <laughs> <laughs> really? Sure. I don't have any gray pubes. I probably <laughs> have a couple. I, have a few, I don't really check too often. I have a few. I just meant for the three of you. I yeah, don't think. No gray pubes. Gray hairs, though. Two gray hairs. You have some gray stuff <laughs> coming in? Oh, I have, I have so many. How old I'm, are you? I'm going to be... I'm 34, but my, da- my dad has a full head of white hair, so I'm doomed. Nice. But um, get, but he's got a lot. But he's got he's got a lot of hair. So I'll take that over the yeah. ball. Yeah. You can okay. dye you can dye the hair. When no, why? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, kinda, I, kinda, I, don't I just know. Think some days option. I like it. Some days I don't. You could be the Steve Martin of metal. I don't mean he should. I just mean like yeah, at least exactly. if you so desire, you can dye it. You, you can't do anything. Right. I have it. I, yeah. I should have been pulled. I feel like with the dying, when you're on stage, like rocking out and getting all sweaty, wouldn't it like run down your face? <laughs> I don't that, know. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> but, you know, they're a very well-known band. I mean, they could probably afford they, it. They have to have. Yes. They have to have quality dye that doesn't do that. Who knows? I bet that's happened to Tom Jones. Wow. At some point. How much right? shit see, that's does he have? What, that's, when, that's when the playing in the daylight's a problem. People can see. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> very good point. All right, now we do. Kind of like HD video, you know. <laughs> we have some calls. I think uh, maybe Josh or some no. sort of unblocked number. Or a block number. Hey, guys. It is Josh. Yes. Hey. Hi, Josh. Hello. How are you? I had the Tom Jones reference, and I just had to call in. <laughs> <laughs> the Welsh bat signal went out. Josh is from Wales. Yeah. Well, Hello, Josh. Uh, I just wanted to say I've been a huge fan of your band for years and your solo project. Uh, and I wanted to know what's it like uh, writing, going from writing, you know, your own thing, having your complete uh, creative control to go into writing an album in the band. Um, it's very, they're both so very different. Um, the band is such a, they're both wonderful in, in many different ways. Um, the solo thing's nice just because, you know, there's no pressure of pleasing anyone. Um, and I, honestly, a lot of the songs I, I can write, you know, I write off of one riff or one idea. And that was kind of the whole idea behind it was just to create these simple rock songs, um, which is, is very polar opposite from between the bear and me, obviously. Um, but with the band, it's more... Um, it's just a huge project. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think we still really, really enjoy writing together. And, um, every record, I feel like we learn a lot more about each other and about ourselves as musicians and people than the record before. And it's just, it's, it's so much work with the band, but it's so rewarding and it's so, you know, working together is so different than working by yourself. I think, you know, doing the solo thing, it's fun, but I, I recommend anybody starting to play music. So, play with your friends and play with other musicians because they're going to teach you how to, they're going to teach you new things that you wouldn't normally know and you're going to learn a lot about music and your own self by working with someone else. So I hope I answered that okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we have a 516 on the line. Long Island. Hello? Yes. Turn down your... Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your question? How's it going? 
Hello. Back from Bonnaroo right now. I watched your set the other day. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I love the I love the new song too. How do you how did you guys get the inspiration to like write the new new uh did you got like is it from like some sort of This is your question experience that anyone loan. Uh how did you guys get the uh the concept for the new record? Did you guys like is it from an experience that someone might have you know might have happened or Okay. As far as as far as the lyrical content? I'm sorry? As far as, are you asking about the lyrical concept? Like, just like, no, like, just, yeah, like, the whole, like, concept of, of the, al- like, because uh, I'm sure it's a concept album. So, like, yeah. is there, like, how did, like, you come up with the whole, like, it's one idea? Um, well, as far as lyrics go, you know, we, we kind of, we knew from previous records that we wanted to write another concept record. And with this one, I... Honestly, I started with the idea, if I want to write a TV miniseries, what would it be? And that's kind of where I started, and I came up with a lot of different storylines. Um, True this Detective. This is not the first one. This is probably the f- third or fourth idea I came up with, and I normally kind of chat with Dan and Paul um, primarily about the concept, and uh, yeah, we, we all agreed on this, and kind of went from there. And as far as music, um, I think people... I don't know. Even though our, our music is very, very technical and very organized, it is still very, it's still very organic, and it starts literally from scratch. Um, there's not, there's not one thing that is inspires a record or one idea that inspires a record. We, you know, we start writing, you know, kind of. We normally start writing on our own at the beginning, and then we just kind of work up and and see where everybody's minds are, and and then we start getting the songs together. And some people you know write a whole song some people write a part some people write a lick and it really it really depends on the song and you know each record is kind of just a representation of us writing in the moment at that time so you're saying like sometimes somebody can come on with a full song written but other yeah, times yeah yeah i mean it really differs i mean it always has you know right. you know yeah this but record so will have like dan a wrote dan wrote yeah. a lot of he wrote a few like full songs and you know we would take you know those songs and you know we would work to make it you know at the end of the day all our music is something we all want to be happy with and I think a lot of bands that's not the case and um you know so we all spend a lot of time dissecting songs and and seeing what we had written and getting it to a place that we're all happy and all put our own personal touch into the song do you guys have to like step away from it for a little bit because you know like once oh, yeah. you get up to like the sixth song you're like all right I'm kind of jaded right now. Well, I, heard this for too many I mean, times. as far as writing, we we haven't had actual writer's block since Alaska. That was the last record. There was a moment back then that w- there was a, a time we were just like, all right, we have to really step away. We can't. We're not working well together. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, like I mean, this record in particular, it, it was. It was very. It was pretty quick, and it went really smooth. But the schedule normally with this record was Monday through Wednesday. Then take the rest of the week off to kind of analyze what was being written. And um, and during that time, I was normally at home, kind of figuring out lyrics and and kind of going through music that we've written. And so yeah, it's it's a lot of moving parts, and we we have everything down to such a 
a science now. We we really work insanely well together, and I think just over the years we've developed that tool of you know teamwork, which is super super important. I don't think bands realize how important that is. So. I think honestly, I feel like the the fun and the the organicness really comes across in the final recording. It just seems like a really fun record to listen to. Yeah, I mean, and and recording in general, like we we always do pre production on our own before we even record. So we get all the bullshit out of the way before we get in the studio, like all the you know trying to figure out exactly what we want to happen where. Um, so when we get in the studio, we already have the whole record done, you know. So it's, it's fun from that point on, you know, and we get in the studio and we record, you know, with Jamie King that we've recorded with most of our career and he's a great friend of ours and it's it's honestly just friends hanging out and recording. And it's gotten to the point now where we just, we kind of know who's doing what, like we don't, nobody's ever looking over their shoulders at anyone. Um, you know, it's normally just like, hey, who wants to do this today? All right, I'll do that tomorrow, you know, and you just communicate a little bit and we just get it done. It's awesome. Cool. All right, we have uh, two more questions, and we'll let you go. Six ten. There you go. Six ten. You're on the line. Yes. Hi. I'm on the line with Tommy. What's your name? Hey, Tommy. My name is Dustin. Um, we've uh, spoken before. Um, I've been a big fan of you guys uh, since Prayer for Cleansing days. Uh, you did a Q and A on Twitter recently, and I sent you mm-hmm. in a, a picture of you and I from 2003. Do you remember awesome. that? Um, um, off the top of my head, I, I don't, but I, I'm sure if I saw the picture, I totally would. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I'm, I'm very honest. Yeah. Well, of course, I know. I, I, I wouldn't. I would be pleased if you did. I'm not. You know, it's all good. Anyway, uh, question here. I know you're a huge fan of Queen. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to know when did you uh, get into them? Uh, how did you find yourself? Because my parents let, uh, introduced me to Queen, and yeah. I always thought it was funny that. Um, between the barrier to me, your music has evolved kind of side by side with my taste in music. I was uh, 15 when I got into you guys, and I listened to hardcore and all that kind of yeah. nonsense and metal. And when I was 18, uh, I started listening to Yes and King Crimson. You guys put out Alaska. And then I go, dug deeper into progressive rock, and you guys put out Colors. And it's just, it's been really funny to me that you guys have kind of evolved parallel to my own personal taste in music. And, uh, I just wanted to know a little bit more about uh, how you got into progressive rock. Okay. Yeah, I'll speak solely for me. I think all of us, um, it's very different, you know, as far as what we grew up on and you started listening to it at certain times. But me personally, personally, I, I was very similar to you. I, I I was very late in the game as far as anything that wasn't in-your-face metal or hardcore. Um, growing up, I, I started off with, 80s metal, and then it went straight to Pantera, Cannibal Corpse, Slayer, you know, all that stuff. And I literally was just the biggest metalhead ever, and then I found hardcore, and then I wouldn't listen to anything but metal and hardcore for years and years. And then, you know, probably around the same time as you, 17, maybe 18, I kind of started hearing these songs that I always heard growing up, you know, the the classic rock stuff, because my dad always listened to it. Um and deep down, I was like, this is good. But the, the metal head in me was like, but it's not metal, you know? So, but once I got over that hump, I was like, there's so much amazing music out here. And, and from, from then, it's just been a constant mission on my end to just find new music constantly and, 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 
and see what else is out there. And I, I, I feel like I still am at that point. I still get bored and I'm like, I need to find something new. I need some new music. Um, and it's hard, but um, there's, there's just so much out there. And I think that, you know, we're all kind of in that same boat in the band. And um, I think that's why our band sounds the way it does. We, we just love all types of music and we're influenced by a lot of different stuff. And, and the prog rock thing, you know, I probably didn't even get into that till my early 20s. Um, Dan was actually one of the first people I met that was really, really into it. And, um, you know, aside from Dream Theater, I hadn't really dived into it much. And, you know, now I really enjoy a lot of it. I don't listen to it. It's not like my go-to. But, um, I don't know, it's, it's such a great moment. The 70s, just such a great moment for music and and experimental music in general. Um, and I, I kind of see that coming back a little bit, and that, that's exciting. And also, I mean, it's also like social commentary. You kind of like get to experience different um, historical moments, like cultural moments. And and much like... Yeah, much, I agree. And much like, you know, you're um, evolving and growing up, like, you know, you said that you were listening to Pantera and stuff as a teenager. I'm sure, like, all, like, the hormones and, and like internal rage um was being helped or like medicated by that so that's that's the great yeah. part about music like y- you can listen to anything at any point of your life and and relate to it if it's good and if it's genuine oh, i agree i agree uh, let's take uh, one more call 201 you're on the live cast good jersey hello yes hello? 201 what's your name where are you from Hey, this is Jake. Um, I'm talking to Tommy. Yes. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Tommy. Oh my God, man. Been with you guys forever. Like, should have blown my load before I talked to you. Uh, Whoa, keep it in your pants. I, Come on. Hello? Yep, you're still yeah. there. You're still there. Yeah, yeah. I just have one question for you, man. This whole Parallax series, like, how far back does it go? Does it really go back into the silent circus with like uh, lost perfection and stuff like that? Um, like, did you build it up into what it was with these last two records, or did you just like you know you thought it'd be a cool idea because you saw a couple of songs ran together like that? Um, yeah, I definitely didn't plan it that way, but I did find some connections to very old lyrics, um, and and that was something that just kind of worked out, you know. Um, but yeah, it does. There are some connections that I made between some of the really old stuff to the parallax. Um, but I've I've always kind of done that in weird ways with, with lyrics, and I, I think that's fun to kind of revisit, you know, old themes or ideas or even a little moment of a lyric that was written a long time ago. Um, but it was definitely nothing I planned. You know, when I was writing the parallax story, it was I had no intentions of of connecting anything, but it just it worked out that way. Um, so before we let you go, we have um, a very pressing question that we like to ask all of our guests, and that is uh, corn or flour tortilla? Oh, very important. Mm. Are you asking me that? Yes, I am. Um, it, it depends on the what you're eating. I don't know, I'm weird, like, I'm, it depends on the mood, too. Sometimes I'm really in, you know, traditionally tacos should be corn. Okay. But a burrito, burrito, definitely flour. Mm. Um, my dog is flipping out. Hey, chill out. Come here. So, I was, I mean, I would say with tacos, yeah, corn. Okay, right. cool. Fair enough. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Tommy, thank you so much. Yes. 
for calling into our show. Thank you. Taking some time. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. The if you want to call us back sometime, I mean, we do this every Sunday. Yeah. We don't you have can... to like. And Rob's okay. a pretty lonely guy, so if you just want to call him during the week <laughs> to see how he's doing, he'd appreciate that. Check too. in on him. <laughs> All right. Come I'll on, guys. I didn't say ruin the show. <laughs> the new between the buried me, the new between the buried and me album, Coma Ecliptic, is out July seventh on Metal Blade Records, and you guys are going to be out on the road all summer with Animals as Leaders and the Contortionist. I look forward to seeing that tour. All great bands. Hell yeah! Awesome. And we'll right see now, you there. all right, we're going to let you go, Tommy. And we're going to play the track that we premiered on Metal Injection earlier this week. Oh yeah, you definitely guys got a really my- great response for that. Yeah, people are people are pumped on this track. Yeah, I'm stoked. How do you, how do you feel about the track Famine Wolf? Anything you want to hype up about it? Something people should look forward to uh, when I'll we keep, play it? Synth solo? Yeah, I, I really I really enjoy that song. I think it's got some twists and turns in the middle, and uh, I don't know. Uh, it's 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 awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> but it's about it's about a it's about a world of cannibals. So you can just keep that in mind. So. That's pretty metal. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's probably the most metal lyrical C-Man song on the record so <laughs> awesome cool we're yeah. gonna get it going thank you so much Tom have a good one you too man bye here's Between the Buried and Me with Famine Wolf on the Metal Injection Livecast
Chuck Blandington here, asking you to like us at Facebook.com and follow us on Twitter at MILivecast. That way you can show all your friends that you're part tuition, part asshole.
This is Chuck Blandington. R to the Abba. Pause to the Bonnie. For shizzle my nizzle wash your ribs down with Dasani. R to the Abba. Pause to the Bonnie. That's the anthem. Pull your damn pants up. You're listening to the realest shit in hip hop and R&B the Metal Injection live cast. You feel me? This is an explosion from Death Club and you're getting your fix of Metal Injection Radio.
there isn't a song playing. Did Rob forget to queue up more tracks? No. Thank goodness. The music break is over. Now we return to the Metal Injection live cast. Jeez, Chuck. Welcome back to the Christopher Lee live cast. What? No, Christopher Lee, it's the Metal Injection. Direct from hell. Sounds so happy about it. It's spooky, just like all my movies and my Christmas album, which We're, comes out shortly. Shouldn't your Christmas, your Christmas album, album came out already? No, I mean my 2015 Christmas album. Oh, what's on it? Lots of Christmas music <laughs> to a metal beat. When will your Hanukkah album come Wait, out? Wait, I've just been handed a correction. It's a 2014 Christmas oh. album. Just re-releasing it? No, re-releasing? Wouldn't it have to come out first, Sid? Well, this is 2015 now, so... It's a Christmas album full of Christmas songs. What kind of beat? A metal beat. Oh, There are no calendars in hell, Sid. (laughs) Episode title, done. (laughs) Done! Now, uh, uh, Christopher, what would you say is like your, uh, like, inspiration? Like, when you're writing, like... What would you say? Like, is there a concept? Like, will you what, get to the question, what, please? Like, what? What are your influences? Well, I would have to say that one of my influences is standing right here next to me in hell. May it? I introduce a very special guest? Yes, please. It is the American Dream. Oh no, Dusty what? Rhodes. Oh. He's in hell too. To Hello, Daddy. How y'all doing? It's Dusty Rhodes, American Dream, baby. <laughs> How's your belly splotch? All right, get out of here. Oh, That's it. Damn it. <laughs> it's Take your questions. splotch away. Your splotch oh. is getting lost. Dusty told me to tell you guys that uh, his first job in hell was to chew on Adolf Hitler's muffler. I don't know if you know what a muffler <laughs> is. That's when a wrestler, a professional wrestler, puts a wad of toilet paper inside of his rectum to absorb the sweat and poop smell. Ooh. That sounds very painful. That actually, Seth Rogen did that on an episode of Broad City this past season. Ugh. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> take that. Ugh. Well, that was a paper towel. Wasn't he using paper towels? What's it called? Tissue paper, paper towels? Well, I mean, but he wasn't putting a whole roll of toilet paper in there. Well, you know. Just a bunch of paper towels. Whatever it takes. Seth Rogen really slumming it. Stop, please. Star. That added yeah, to his slumming profile. it to one of the most hyped big uh, sitcoms of the... He's, he doing? He does television. He does. They had a lot of big star cameos. Yeah, he's, been, he's, been, he's, he's been in a bunch of the league. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen does TV. Yes, I didn't say he... I just said he's slumming it. I didn't say that... His, you are wrong. Incorrect. You are wrong. I didn't Maybe say he has... Maybe it was a passion project. They are the female Seth Rogen. I didn't say... I didn't say that this was the only time he slummed it. I said this is one instance of him slumming it. He was also in that terrible indie movie that I told you all about. Remember Which one that? was that? The Guilt uh, Trip with Barbara Streisand. No. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, I watched what it. What the hell? Oh, Take This Waltz, it's called. Oh, I didn't see that. Awful, awful. It's just a that's woman. That's the one uh, with uh, Sarah Silverman Topless, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Not memorable at all. <laughs> yeah, Darren. Her breasts or the, in, in general, the movie? The movie and her breasts okay. were not memorable at all. I feel like there was we. She made us wait too long to see them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, like let, in well, life or in yeah, the movie? No, in life. In I life. didn't see the movie. I just saw screen caps. Come on. Let now. me Give say me to qualify this: she's like uh, on the other side of forty, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. So she doesn't look bad for a woman who's forty. 
I think she looks great. She I looks great. She, she looks great. Looks great. Talking she about her, her body when she got naked. Yeah, no, I, I thought she, she looked good. I do, well, I'm qualifying. Okay, I'm sorry, you're sentence. right. You're right. I d- I even when I say something like not, uh, when I say something partially complimentary. She looks great, damn it! It's reacting like I said she looked like a fucking dude, wadded up piece of trash over here. She looks like a, like a muffler. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's, you know. Like, Come on, Rob, let Darren finish the sentence. She's like what you would th- think uh, maybe a 35-year-old naked Good woman healthy. would look like. Yeah. Am I just, like, are you doing a show while I'm just talking? No, here? I just, he kept interrupting you so that I wanted to interrupt you to tell him to stop interrupting you. Okay. Just- <laughs> Listen, Sid, let him finish the sentence. <laughs> he did. Well, I'm done. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about the music break. No, why? We had uh, Between the Buried and Me with Famine Wolf, then Maru- <laughs> no, <why>? Maruta. <laughs> what? Maruta. Maruta. What the fuck is that? A grind band from Florida uh, with Hope Smasher. We're playing music from Florida now? And then Satyricon. slumming it. Uh, from, <laughs> from their live CD with an opera. Uh, let me let me get this album title because it's really cool. It's an opera? Uh, live at the opera. It's are you sure it's not, are you you, sure Rob? It's not yeah. Oprah? Rob, get out. Get out. That's it. I don't know how you, you remember that. That's very hard to remember, Rob. You need to look that up. Live with the opera, live at the opera, whatever. No, they're at Oprah. It says Oprah. Oh, live at Oprah. <laughs> they just went to her house. <laughs> it's Mother North. No. You get a single, and you get a single. Uh, you get a leather jacket. Yeah. Oh, it's too warm for leather jackets. Are you crazy? All right, we got some drops. Some fans submitted some drops. I combined them all into one folder, so I Was can't. It the credit. same person submitted both, or it no? Might have been. I don't know. I can't find the first email. But Jesse is one of the, one of the people, possibly both of the people. <laughs> so here are some drops that we got. I'm a little afraid to play these, but good. Uh, he should be. Wow, sorry to bore you, Noah. What was I doing? Yawning. I was breathing. You were yawning. No, that was a yawn. That Sounded was like me. A yawn. That was me putting oxygen into my brain. That's what a That's yawn what I is. Do- I just right. don't know how to break it down to you. Right, but it's not because I'm bored by you or anything. Uh-huh. But you are also bored by him. But that's not why I you mean, yawn. Maybe, but you are bored by him. Maybe outside of the show sometimes. Oh, Jeez. as a friend, you're boring. <laughs> sometimes. Boring. Would you rather she find you boring on the show or in real life? No, in real life. Me. Okay, Aww. so well, I, don't, I don't mind. Oh, okay, good. Because, I mean, have you heard Noah in real life? Oh, oh wow. I tend to tune some... her out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here are, here are some uh, some droppies. I don't like that Jew. Drop. <laughs> that was me, by the way. That's not the new drop. Okay, right, here's a new drop. Jolly Green Giant just came in my mouth. <laughs> That's from when I was eating the seaweed. Yes. Yes. Mm, yes. Gross. <laughs> Jolly Green Giant. Uh, show me your enormous cock and all- <laughs> <laughs> And what? And what? What will There's I do? A bad edit there. Airport. Oh, no. <laughs> delete, delete. The uh, caption is Israeli Michael Jackson. <laughs> Airport. Airport. <laughs> Again. That Airport. is That is what I was doing. I was doing Michael Jackson as an Israeli. And by the way, he was like an Israeli uh, child molester. Well, it just gets right. funnier and funnier the more Rob plays Go ahead. it. Good. Airport. Oh, oh. I want this as my ringtone. Airport. Play that. That's your, hold on. Your text tone. Hey, hold on. I'm, I'm I'm phoning Noah now. Hold on. It's ringing. Airport. Oh, come on, pick up Noah. Airport. No, pick up. Come on. It's a slow Support. Airport. It's important. 
<sighs> Fuck, she's not picking up. Airpult. Hello. Hi, oh, Karen. there she is. Airpult. That shit just keeps going after you pick up. Airpult. No, you call her just to say that to her. <laughs> no, this is me after yeah. the fourth ring. It's yeah. me. Okay. There's Airpult. A There's a ghost in the one machine. Last, that was one last. All right, let's uh, keep moving. <laughs> Lick my pussy just like that. <laughs> Very matter of fact. Yeah, just like that. All right. I'm currently over, learning over. a half Torah so I can suck baby penis. <laughs> <laughs> Lick my airport. Lick my airport. Oh no! Is that a custom one? When I was alive, I used to hang out in cemeteries and look for baby graves. That's true. That's these are too long to be useful as drops, though. But they're very funny to listen to. You never know when they might. That the Gordon's like fisherman night. raped me. <laughs> <laughs> My ass has been in such comfort. That's from the new toilet paper, That's right? right? Yeah. Okay. Why do you fuck me, esposa? <laughs> Is that your waste of baby skin? Yeah. <laughs> Give that to me. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, this one is uh, the caption is. Uh, the title, rather, is Further Exposition is Required Here. Huh. If I dig that song up, everyone can hear Egg, the voice of the woman who was then a girl using the back massager with you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Among other things. Oh, that's oh, well, the... we talked about it last week, didn't we? Right, no, he wants things? to know the song, I think. Oh. Probably. Or the hmm. other things. I can get that. I forgot. I'm not sure that people... If I d- Sorry. I'm not sure that people will find it as funny because there was like a whole backstory to it. They just want to I hear the girl's voice. No, it wasn't a backstory. It was just they wouldn't probably know the song you were parodying. But like but. at that time, we were making fun of like the Russian community. Right, but that's still relevant. They drink a lot. That's what the song's mm, about. Okay. It's about vodka. <laughs> right, here's a little more. Lick it deep, lick it good, lick this pussy just like you should. <laughs> I don't no laugh. laugh, that's great. My back, lick my pussy and my crack. <laughs> Noah loves it. Have you ever opened a clam? <laughs> Can I just say thank God there's someone other than me in these drops finally? <laughs> Have you oh. ever opened a clam? Well, it's in uh, alphabetical order. That's oh. <laughs> Did we all go down on Rob? Whoa! Oh, wait, huh? Was I asleep? <laughs> don't talk about my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how it feels in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> sorry, jeez. That I said about shrimp, by the way. Mm. <laughs> and I was thinking about eating her out. Oh. Wow. Now, what was that context? That was. Um, she was telling us about her Mother's Day. Oh, <laughs> no, that's when we interviewed that lady from behind the band, and everyone was accusing me of having a crush on her because oh. I asked her questions. Oh. Yeah. So did you? Like slowly put it in your mouth <laughs> and suck it. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like incoherent. Let, let me turn you on. I just want to make it clear that I'm not just one of those bitches that lays back right. and just gets her pussy. Yeah. I will, I will get, I will go down sure. on a man. He keeps haunting you, <laughs> Caitlin Pesbani. That that is out of context. That is me explaining the the Kaya song. Uh, we got the it. Classic Kaya track. Uh-huh. 
Sure. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Who's my Mr. Big then? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I will go down on a man. No! <laughs> That's... That's like, that man is your Mr. Big, clearly. That's, that's like Sid playing the my neck, my back three times in a row. It's gonna keep all the drops are gonna be yes. that. Fifteen black people names. are thugs, right? Oh, oh, great. I didn't say that. That's spliced. Black people are thugs, right? No, I'm sure it was like, oh, this person we're making fun of. I said. know. Come on. So Would it be weird if Baby I'm Daniel's a- heaven was Darren jerking off on his face? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At least my reaction old- was plausible. Is that an old one? That f- I feel like that's an old uh-huh. one, right? Or did we talk about that? No, again that's. A, I remember that. I don't remember exactly what was going on, but a while uh, ago. I was not. Okay. No, that's a f- uh, maybe a couple months. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, some of these are, are the old ones. Yeah. I, I know my the cleanliness of my penis already. Yeah, it's true. What that is was it? last week. Scale of one to it's ten. It's pretty clean. No, I, I, you know, was out all day today, so right. it's probably a little swampy. Minor, a modicum of a sweat, but not like toxic waste okay. going down. That's good. No cheese. Was it even docking if it's with a strap on? I like how high my voice gets at the end. <laughs> with a strap on. Rob is a lib tranny, right? Whoa, oh. in stereo. Tranny. <laughs> I told you, you need to stop liking shitty music like that. Come, you got to cut these off a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Jose oh. Mangan is a murderous piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> what was that in regards oh. to? I can't even remember. Wait, so I think um, there might be some more. So, just uh, to quickly cut into this for Uh-oh. a second. Oh, no, no, no. I know you guys were talking about this during the break, but I wasn't paying attention. But there's someone in the chat named Sid Has AIDS and World War II. Yeah. Uh, it's, or, I think it's supposed to say Sid Has AIDS and Will something, but it's cut off. What is it? Could you clarify, sir, in the chat what you want to happen to me? Well, don't clarify that you think Sid has AIDS. That's fine. Yeah. We just want you to clarify the other yeah, part. Yeah, well, what's the second part it's of it? It's a he said, she said situation, <laughs> but whatever, you know. Not much you can do with that. Maybe he means the diet candy AIDS. Oh. <laughs> You reply directly to your forehead? Is that the Will one? die soon, he responded. Oh, all right. Why do you think that? Because he has AIDS. I can't afford the medicine? No, I know, I know that. I mean, Which, why does by he the way, thinks it has I AIDS? know we, we were talking about this a few weeks ago, and I looked it up. With with PrEP, that new medicine, Okay. Uh, the if the life expectancy of, some, of a young person who, gets, who contracts HIV is only a few years less if they take prep, then a person who doesn't have HIV. That's yeah, so great. it's basically cured. Yeah. Oh, geez. What? Uh-oh. It's basically cured. It's well, cured. How's it cured? If your life expectancy is only a few years less, then Well, you still have a disease, though. But, but it's, can, it's, untrace, it's undetectable. So what's the upshot of this, that people should just now indiscriminately have no, sex? No, but it's just like that we've more or less cured this horrible disease. It's, we right. haven't, though. But you still have to... It's like it's diabetes. Dormant, well, it's also, or, or, it's, it's, have well, we cured it's, diabetes? It's, not, it's it. not cure. It's livable. It's okay. not cured. Well, if you that's stop, what I'm saying. If you stop taking it, yeah. it, it'll come back. Okay, but you know what I mean. I'm saying. I said it was livable last week when we talked about it. It's under control. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. So what are we arguing? No, about? but I, I feel know. like we we made it sound like you would you would still die like relative. I just wanted to make it like no. I said that it's it's horrible to have this disease, even though you can control it. It's not a good thing to go. You're still because, suffering. 
Yeah, you you, you have a, you have to take medicine constantly, monitor yeah. yourself. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's and it could fuck up your kidneys too. That the, I no. mean, there's side effects oh, to the medicine. Obviously, you know, no. who needs kidneys? <laughs> you can just donate those and give them to someone else, so it doesn't <laughs> affect your kidneys. Speaking of exposed organs, you can get Chris Lee's kidneys on eBay. Oh, right oh yeah! Oh, here he has a Christmas album. I have some kidneys available on eBay. <laughs> What's his Christmas gift to you, Rob? Speaking yeah. of eBay, is a website where people swap <laughs> things for money <laughs> to a metal beat. <laughs> to a metal beat. Thank you, Sid. Speaking of kidneys, um, so at the barbecue that, that I went to yesterday, there was a huge smoker. And, um, His name is Robert Pesbonny. <laughs> <laughs> and next, and next to him was this huge charcoal smoker. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not charcoal; it's actually wood. Um, you lost me. What, what's you ever char- smoke wood, Rob? Explain <laughs> this to me. Okay, so like no. the. The smoker is where they is what they use to roast the meat. Oh, I didn't realize you were talking about the bar. I swear, I thought you were like talking about a, a smoker, like oh, a really like, like okay. a person. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm. Now, now I get it. The, the the kind that makes barbecue happen. I'm a dummy. So um, at Pat Martin's barbecue, they took a whole hog, mm-hmm. and it was like like center cut, and they uh. like put it into the smoker. Ugh. And it was roasting in there, and it was smelling real good. And mm. then they have to like pull it out, and they pulled it out into like a um, like this giant cooler, and like all the guts and stuff. I was going to ask about the guts. Yeah, so so they basically flipped the pig in the cooler, and all the guts came out. And then this guy in overalls takes the cooler, and he like dumps it into something else, and then like and it gets on his finger, and he's just like licking his fingers. <laughs> 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 He was like Tasty. loving it. Got a little intestine on my finger here. I'm just gonna. <laughs> but like the overalls, it's all smoked. I'm sure, probably. But it was so shabby. Cool. See, okay, so I, I had to kind of look away from it because I don't want to see yeah. the food that I'm about to eat as an animal. Yeah, and totally like agree. the pig had this like tattoo on its butt, like you a know? brand. Yeah, but but it, it just looked like a like a, a human butt with a tram stamp on Delicious. it. Delicious. Was it like Ace of just, Spades or something? <laughs> I don't know. So just like Skinner. seeing that kind of turned me off. It was Patrick Swayze in drag. And I mean, I've seen like people like on TV do the whole hog but roast, when you see and it, it always looks you. really fucking delicious. I don't know. Uh, I had part of a hog. I don't know like what part, like the shit, not the shin, but like, you know, like the some, shin. some body part. And it was like, all, most, it was so gross. It was like mostly fat. Pig forehead. It was just not. There's only certain part of the yeah, like I don't know. I don't know, man. People say that all that stuff's really good. Mm, I wasn't into it. Where was this? Is that just like like some low grade shitty place? Kennedy fried chicken. (laughs) It was a palace fried chicken. (laughs) There you go. No, no, no. no, It was at like a cookout. At somebody's house. No, no, like a like a yard, like a. It was like a. Sure, it wasn't a luau. No, it was like a communal thing. I don't know what that means. Like a community thing. With re- like of a restaurant or just like people? Oh, who did it? I don't know. Yeah. Who did it. Like some people did it. Oh, then did they bury the It was a chef. What do you mean? It was, I mean, the, the it looks cooked. It's so fucking secretive. <laughs> I don't even. Sid is being an inquisitive journalist. Yeah, you're That's right. I'm overly follow-ups, motherfucker. On pointless, trivial Hashtag content. follow-ups. Hashtag calm the hell down, Sid. I'm hungry now. I'm thinking about roast pork. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, by the way, I will be roasting on a spit in no, hell no. tonight at eight. Anyone who wants to come and get some of my intestines. Uh, well, speaking of intestines, mm. right? Am I right? Uh, on Thursday night, was it? Uh, Sid I am like, dude, I think I just saw LeBron James's penis on ABC. And then I go, oh, okay. And then I search Twitter, LeBron Dick. Uh-huh. And there's already like 30 results. Oh, yeah. And oh, I'm yeah. like, Twitter has confirmed that you probably yeah. saw. And then not only that, there was a photo within within a minute of us having our conversation. Wow. Someone yeah. took a photo. And I was like, oh, yeah, you could totally see his dick. It was very... Well, because like... He... What happened was he's like adjusted... They, they show him in like the pregame huddle with his teammates. And he's adjusting his trunks. And I thought, okay, there's like a seven second delay. So they, if anything gets shown, they'll cut away before right. it happens because it's national fucking television. Yeah, well, someone must have missed the dump. Or maybe yeah. there was more than seven, seven seconds of cack. No, no, no. There was definitely less. It was okay. like a quick flash because the he was just before, adjusting his pants and he like yeah. pulled the pants out yeah. so much yeah. that the camera could see his The crotch. game before, at one point, he was on the free throw line about to take a free throw and he did the same thing. And I thought to myself, man, if the camera was like about a <laughs> foot closer we would have just seen his entire dick uh-huh. and then it fucking happens and the camera's a foot closer and nobody at ABC had thought that this was a possibility I guess and we saw his whole fucking dick well that means that someone in the control room was not doing their job just not paying attention just not paying it's attention ridiculous. Like, it's and ridiculous then, it's not like he just like, randomly opened his shorts right. there was a process he was like, yeah, yeah. there was like five, a good five seconds of him adjusting before that happens. So you knew that this could... There was warning. Why yeah. is he was, adjusting it? Does he have crabs or something? No, he's, he's just playing a game. Sweaty, you know, you're, you're, no, this was before the game started, oh. but still, it's just as probably like, you know, some baseball players are just their batting gloves. It's just like... Yeah, I, in the open, it's like though. a dick. Okay, I think it's so strange when men, like, on the street or whatever, like, adjust their package. Why? Is women do that. To do it? Women do that with their breasts. No, but like guys who like it's like adjusting your bra strap. Do it like throughout the day. Like you just have constantly to. Who are you watching it? constantly do this? No. Who are these guys that from, you see all day from long? From the past. But you from themselves. the past. It reminds me of. Well, someone. as a guy, I can tell you. You know, uh, I have. Have some big balls. Yeah. And those balls so sometimes with happen. the with the sweat. Like the balls stick to my thigh, and I gotta like, or like my my dick sticks to my balls, and you gotta like let it, you know, so let it you spread. Shake it around. Yeah, a lot of things go on down yeah. there. Yeah, Robert sweats uh, Elmer's glue, so it's very difficult for him. I'll tell you As the other thing: gluey sweat. Yeah. If, if if you're if your drunk is like. How can I put this? Like, if your junk is in the right wrong, the if the if the junk, <laughs> if your junk is in the wrong part of your underwear, it mm-hmm. kind of will bang against your mm-hmm. leg sometimes, and then you get pain too. Oh. It's like getting yeah. mildly kicked in the balls. Yeah, so you have to adjust that. So that happens like throughout the day. Well, you, are you watching around? one guy all day? I Whose mean, crotch are you watching all day? It's no. not like I mean, it happens like if you're sitting and you stand up, you might have to adjust your crotch, you know, something like that. But you can also do it discreetly. Yeah. To be fair, you know, yeah. probably some guys are less discreet than others. But honestly, in the streets of New York, like that's like the least offensive thing going on. That's I mean, true. Yeah. At least the pants are on that it needs adjusting. <laughs> in fact, you can also some depending what you're wearing, you can adjust without touching yourself. Like if you just give a little shake, sometimes it'll. 
Well, then you're like shaking your crotchal area. Well, you could do if you give one shake, it could be disguised as you you got up fast. Pretend like you're running for the bus or something. (laughs) Wiggle it out. So, so here's what I. So the next day, Mike Francesa is he a national radio guy? His show is on. It's it's simulcast on like the Fox Sports Channel. He's just like the most New York sportscaster. And then this other guy calls it. And the thing about sports radio. I kind of feel like the callers all have like a character and they're cutting a promo. So you mean like, like Josh a- from Wales? Well, <laughs> I feel like they're, the sports radio callers are mimicking the hosts. Yeah, you okay. know that's they're- the ones that have a better chance of getting through at least. Yeah. Okay, so here, this conversation was so good <laughs> when Sid said, like, we have to play this on the Mike show. Mike Montclair, what's up, Mike? I'm so tired of LeBron. In my mind, and I watched this over and over, he totally embellished his dive into the cameraman. And then that cameraman who worked He's for right, NBA he cut his whole, he cut his I don't, whole head. I, didn't say he, I don't think he intentionally obviously thought he was going to cut his head. Well, he this isn't the good part. He had no business... Were you telling that me guy. that he tried to dive into a camera on purpose? I think he dove into <laughs> no, the audience, and the camera happened to be there. Well, he I mean, totally listen. embellished that. The cameraman was so then verbally accosted by a couple of LeBron hey, friends on. who worked for Nike Whoa. who were sitting there. Okay? Well, wait a minute, um, Mike. I wasn't in the arena, so I didn't see any of this. So I, I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't see them getting I'm telling Mike Francesa, the reasonable one. get accosted, number well, he one. Was. He and was. I did not see that LeBron... How about when he how about when he pulled the his camera to dive How about when he pulled his pants down in front of the cameraman? Listen, <laughs> if that was on a playground, he would have been arrested. <laughs> what? Wait, wait a second, Mike. Did he, Mike, did he have underwear on? Uh, Mike, <laughs> they saw everything. You didn't hear the story. You didn't. Well, see he didn't have. A, he didn't. What did he have on? <laughs> what color panties was he wearing? I didn't see it. So what did they block it? Well, what was he on? You're telling me he wasn't wearing. He wasn't he wearing. He was a jock? wearing underwear, but he pulled his well, underwear down. Wait, wait a second. Was wait, it you're hot? Me that LeBron James last night on the court actually stripped naked. He exposed himself. <laughs> and I missed it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He exposed himself. If it was on a playground, he'd be in jail. Well, what is this on a playground? Like, yeah. what, what? If he, like, if he's so playing if basketball he, If he playground? put his penis in front of a child's face directly, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yes, sure. Yes. But that's not at all what happened. In fact, he should be arrested. He was uh, in front of many children are watching yeah. this broadcast. You say he didn't have a jock on? <laughs> How big was his cock? Okay. And the last Text thing is Dilovadova. Wait, wait a second, wait a second, Mike. Wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second. You're telling me LeBron. So you're telling me LeBron knew that knew that he <laughs> the was the cameraman in, was two feet. From you know him. the camera. So he was doing this on purpose. You're telling me. Yes. Oh, so yes. he wanted to expose yes. himself on national TV. Yes. Okay, yes, uh, Mike, Mike. Okay, so now we got him that he dove into the camera on purpose to cut his head open, <laughs> accosted the cameraman, which he did not do. I mean, maybe his entourage did, which we didn't see on TV that he did that. And now you're telling me he exposed himself on purpose to the audience. Okay. Anything else? I'm going. Did he kill anyone on outside as he left the arena? <laughs> Mike Francesca. I mean, I have mean, a rough take there, Mike. Now, listen, LeBron, still... he's got to keep his shorts on. I, I totally agree. I told LeBron, agree. he's got to keep his shorts on. Hot yeah, takes. Now you got all these guys uh, get their penis out uh, in front of the cameras. That's uh, not a good thing. Yeah, could, but, uh, could you imagine if LeBron played the entire game with his shorts off, just his dick and balls <laughs> flopping around? I, I would love that. I mean, wait a second. He's dunking on people. Well, wait a minute. No. Right in the face. Where's his jock? <laughs> hey, so he was two feet away from the cameraman, and he did he hit him with the dick? I don't know how big his dick is. <laughs> is it 24 inches? I don't know. Now listen. Sounds like LeBron, a traveling violation to me. Shorts on. I, I totally agree. <laughs> 
Okay, I doubt he was trying to do that to expose himself. I mean, I mean, you think about it, you know, this is the best part right here. This is the best part. Okay, I doubt he was trying to do that to expose himself. If LeBron wanted to do a nude pictorial, there's plenty of people who give him plenty of money to do oh, it. Oh, right? Mike so Francesa, so breaking uh, news. I'll, uh, I'll give you a good check. I'll write you a check, check right now. Blake check has been laid down at LeBron's feet. Hey, LeBron, you want a good guarantee? Sign with Francesa. Guarantee some cash. Mike likes the cock. Believe you, Jack. At all. He's already got his checkbook out. <laughs> you know, my LeBron, you know, his dick might be at least two, three feet. It might be like a third leg. You know, he hits the ground. Is it traveling? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look that up in NBA rulebook. <laughs> I already got a caller. Two, two, Mike four. from Montclair. You're on the air. <laughs> two, two, four. Oh, hey. Hello. Is it- Hi. Uh, What's up? I was just uh, listening in while I'm at work. Hello. Oh, where do you work? Uh, I'm a cook for uh, a hospital. Oh. You work at a hospital? You're a cook? cook for a hospital. Oh, cook I do. A, I, I missed that wow. first part. Do you get offended that it's a cliche that hospitals have terrible food? Uh, I do, but mine doesn't. Okay, so you make oh. like really good food. Can you put on a patient so we I can do. confirm? <laughs> What's on the menu today? What's the special? Wait, what? What's on the menu today? Today was uh, coca van. Wow. Wow. wow, that's what LeBron was serving up yesterday. <laughs> well, I mean, I know that's what Sid wants, but... Oh, oh. what did he say? Sid wants to cock, C-O-Q. All right. I also do do have a question for Darren and Sid. Please, go ahead. Who is your favorite right now in the Stanley Cup final? My favorite? In other words, who I want to win or who do I think is going to win? Who do you want to win? I want the Blackhawks to win. And I don't watch hockey, so and I. And that's really don't why I like you. <laughs> oh, but I, I don't. You're an Islanders fan. I, yeah, I'm an Islanders fan. Sid is not really into hockey. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm a very hardcore well, Islanders shit. fan. But I, I will say though, I have nothing against Tampa Bay because I am very happy they took the fucking Rangers out of the playoffs, which made my week. When I don't have a rooting interest, and, I try to get political with it. And uh, Florida is way worse than Illinois, so I guess I'm rooting for the Blackhawks just I because mean, of that. Illinois, you know, listen, there's plenty Barack of, Obama's from there. All right, but they're sort of yeah. they're sort of like Florida Northwest, you know. Ah, uh, wouldn't go that far. Uh, yeah, but l- well, l- listen, but listen, and not to get too much into sports, but I just want to briefly say that, and and this is not really about the sports; it's about the social aspect. If you live in New York. And you don't give a shit about hockey. The most annoying fucking thing in the world is when the Rangers are in the playoffs. Because everybody instantly who has never watched a fucking hockey all game in their life, all of a sudden they're, oh my God. But dude. that's that's with any... No, 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 no. no. Any, any You're missing game. my point. It's okay for them to follow that happens, it. That happens here in Chicago, too. It doesn't bother me that they follow it so much. It bothers me that they're all like bleeding their hearts out on their fucking Facebook feed. Um, oh, I bleed Ranger did, Blue. Oh, yeah. did we Welcome to Ranger Town. <laughs> did we I, oh, the amazing- shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Did we play the amazing clip of the hipster Ranger fan at the Eastern Finals. I don't game. even know what this talking is. Talking about paying four hundred dollars for his front row tickets. Wow. I feel like I yeah. did. I I posted this on your Facebook. Did you? Wait, wait, I did, really. Ben Franklin is killing the game. You don't remember that? I it's don't amazing. This, I, this guy I, is like like my my maybe my pot smoking days. I don't know if he was trolling or what, but it's the funniest yeah, fucking clip. Let's see this. Hear this. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, there's an ad, of course. <laughs> Get ad block already. 
it's worth it because this is fucking the highest of high comedy. It's like one of those. I do not support ads. ad block, Darren. You can choose what ad, you block. Ads are. You can choose what you block. The Rangers are a hot ticket in the month of May, and the choice seats here along the glass row AA go for a lot of money. Here's Will Rouse. Will, what did you pay for your ticket? My man, I paid forty-five hundred dollars. Do you know? Yesterday on the secondary market, these seats were—they were asking nineteen thousand two hundred bucks for them. You could have made a lot of money. Yeah, I know. That would have been cool, but you know what? I got to see the Rangers win. I could have blown all that money on water. I don't really drink alcohol. It's cool. Could have gotten rid. Tell me again what you paid for this seat. $4,500. Hundreds only. Benjamin Franklin is killing the game. 90 seconds. Please. Hundreds only. Please, please tell me the Rangers lost that game. I don't remember, but they, they lost three out of four games yeah, yeah, at home. So there you go. So. Odds are. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin is killing the game. I want to address one <laughs> comment in the chat. I don't want to make this the sports cast, but there's one thing someone said. Obnoxious Ranger fans are bad. However, is it really worse than Yankees playoffs in October? No, that's the <laughs> only thing worse than this because it's the same exact fucking thing. Except, same people. Yeah, the same people and the same exact fucking thing, but a million times worse. Can I just say, the other day I was going to work and I have to take the D train, which is the train that goes to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> so um, it was like 10 in the morning and like five Yankee fans get on the train and just because I know your your hatred for them, mm-hmm. I was like observing them closely. Oh God! And I was like, Poor "Wow!" You. If Darren was here, he would be fuming. Well, you were fuming probably because they're such douchebags. Yeah. They were like all they talked about was sports. Ugh. Well, That's, that could be that. And, but eh. the best thing is when you happen to be in the city doing something, and all the yes. Yankee fans come back after from a, a loss. loss. Yes. Oh, Why? that's the best because they're all dejected do? and like walking around moping and like, shit, dragging their feet. Oh, Oh, it's the, just it's like I enjoy it like I'm in a musical in some way. <laughs> so the sun shining down and all these like idiot Yankees the fans walking around the streets miserable. It's nice. I actually was uh, one day, uh, the day that uh, they got eliminated from Game Seven. Oh, I was at work and I worked in Times Square at the time. And sl- shortly after that game ended, uh, Game Seven in 2004 when they blew a three nothing lead. And oh my god, they were f- walking around Times Square like the Holocaust just happened. Fantastic, unbelievable! One of my best sports moments of my life, not related to any of my teams. Fantastic, nice. In oh. fact, like I'll tell a little story. I'm sorry, indulge me for this, but I was in I was in Times Square on my lunch break, which happened to be at night because I worked real late, and I walked by the ESPN zone, which has nine trillion TVs in the window. I had that I don't know about is now. So obnoxious. Okay. The the game when the Yankees went up three zero, there were like nine hundred people crowded in front of this TV. Yeah, baby, yeah, we're gonna sweep it. Cut to game seven, same window, same group of people, silent, and I just walked by with this gigantic shit. It's like ten to three or something in game seven. <laughs> just wish you had that sad oh. horn drop to play. I, I was <laughs> I was basically skipping. Through the streets. That's great. All right. Fantastic. I found a few more drops. Oh. So uh, let's power through. The question I would want to bang a man. Oh. Can I just uh, interrupt? (laughs) I don't mind that. I like, but it has to be organic. Like you can't cut it off in (laughs) mid-sentence and make it sound like you're saying something. No, they can do whatever they want. (laughs) I mean, I would want to bang a man.
We, we appreciate okay. everything you give us. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying I'm using this ten inch cock. That's a good one. That's a good one. I have no fun, no problem with those. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Sid is rat feces. Oh, I have, to agree, I have to agree with that. I don't oh, even remember that. saying that. I don't it's remember. So weird. We, Jose we, Mangan is a piece of shit. Yeah, oh, come on. That's, but that's so solid. many words that we say over the course of this show. Like I just, yeah. it shocks me how, how many you? I don't remember. Do we have a drop of Noah saying that about Jose? No, because it's not true. No, can we get that drop right now? That doesn't mean no. we didn't God say it. Damn it. Yes, Rob. We know he's not. Why are you so excrement? We know that. But personality-wise. Just as a person. Stop it, Sid. It's a metaphor. <laughs> Why are you, you so invested in making sucking a cock not a gay act? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Darren. <laughs> I remember that conversation. And like, even though it was funny, I remember being like, well, what is so, like, I'm so frustrated in this. How, I was equally frustrated. How is no one understanding what I'm saying? How is no one understanding what I'm saying? We don't have to I'm go saying? back to it. We don't have to go back to it. <laughs> uh, I don't like Chromio no more. <laughs> <laughs> and I want your dick in this vagina. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Over it. <laughs> Is that a drop of a drop? Can't have this biznatch. <laughs> Don't take the credit for somebody else's work, Rob. He runs a blog. That's his whole oh, job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 that require no that stripper pole. <laughs> wow, very a lot, go, lot going on there. Murder. <laughs> yeah, nice. I need that. Feels I feel weird. like my balls kind of shriveled up back into my my body, like. <laughs> So much talk of your caress body. my butt cheeks uh-huh. with my loofah. <laughs> Wait, got cut off. Hold on, let's try that again. <laughs> caress my butt cheeks uh-huh. with my loofah. Oh no, I did it. I've never had white duty. <laughs> Listen, I am a respected publisher of an online publication. <laughs> yes, Sid. You know what, Sid? What? I'm tired of your shit. Yes, Sid. We could just use that. <laughs> we have that one already. Rob da Rob. Rob da Rob. Like the boo. Pew, pew, pew. Imagine if he wasn't oil and he made that sound every time he snipped a penis. <laughs> That's a delightful image. I think I'm hot shit. <laughs> Good one. Is he still alive? I hope not. <laughs> Everybody shut up so Noah could show me pornography. You were talking about Christopher Lee, by the way. And no, he's not still alive. Oh, I'm sorry. Sir. I treat you like garbage to make you better, to make you great. <laughs> it's the I that's how I feel. It's like it's like that movie uh, Whiplash. This uh Oh, who are you kidding? You just yeah. like it. <laughs> Come on. Like you're a jerk. Th- that one was called Sid's Speech. Do you pay special attention to the crack? <laughs> All right, now it's time for our question of the week, which is if you were a pro wrestler, what would your entrance theme be? Let's first we have Mean Mark Callis. (laughs) This is The Undertaker, and I just like to say, rest in peace, Dusty Rhodes, after 
I choke slammed your sorry ass <laughs> straight to hell again? while you were wearing lizard boots and a snake tie. <laughs> no, we know it's not Blake because if it was Blake, it would have sounded just like Blake. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hi, hey this guys, is the Undertaker. This is the Undertaker. <laughs> Here's Dylan. Hi, Metal Injection Livecast. This is Dylan from Reno, Nevada. Uh, one thing that I've always been doing with you guys is, since I've been a fan for about five, six years, I start listening to the episodes from the very beginning and went all the way through. So as of yesterday, I just finished the newest episode. Oh, my God. Which was right before 310, so I was on 309. And then I went all the way back to episode 5 where we heard from Ben from Belgium in the first um, appearance by JCBD. So just want to say thank you for all the laughs and the good times. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your show. Thanks. Can't you almost sound question? like he started crying at the end. He should. Like he got a little emotional. Damn right. That's crazy. Rob? All right. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it going. Hey, what's up, Metal Injection? Max here from Los Angeles, California. So, my answer is Behemoth, alas, Lord is upon me. Each time I'm listening to this song, it gives me goosebumps, <laughs> gives me demonic energy, lots of fucking aggression, you know. It's just oh, what wrestlers need. Like, I just literally now, you know, just listen to this song because I haven't been listening to this like in maybe half a year and I'm just so fucking hyped, you know, it's <laughs> it's so just That's a drop. This band, I mean, you know, but I think if this song was not allowed, you know, stupid people hate this band all over the world. Uh, yeah, if I had to choose another song, it would be probably Machine Head Davidian. That's it. Goodbye. It would not be bad. Can you imagine the people that live next to him? <laughs> For like six months straight, I'm listening to this band. This no, he one said he song. hadn't heard it in six months. Oh, he said he, he hadn't listened. Over and over and no, repeat. he said he hadn't listened to it for six months, and then he just put it on, and he got hyped. Who was that uh, WWE guy recently? Kozlov? Something Kozlov? Yeah, Vladimir Kozlov. He kept Kozlov, saying double, double E. That's who he sounds like. So he already had entrance theme. You, you all understood him better than me because you speak Russian. I think you're parsing. <laughs> but he's not that. Russian, is he? What was he? Oh, Didn't he? Did he tell us? He's close he is Russian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Close enough, mind. anyway. If he's fair not. enough. Yeah, sure. That's a good song. I think. Good. <laughs> you know, I would like for him to call back and answer whatever question we give in Russian, and then I would like for Sid and Rob to translate okay. it to me and Darren. That would be fun. And he has to answer it in Russian. That's cool. Well, I actually have an answer to this question because oh, yeah. I was a wrestler briefly. Oh, what was your interest? Not a very uh, prominent or a good wrestler. Uh, you can even say you were a professional wrestler. You had a license, Yeah, technically, right? technically. Technic- I only worked one match ever where I got paid, though. Wow. Most of it was just uh, grassroots, like, um, do-it-yourself wrestling. But in a real ring, not jumping in trampolines, at least. I could say that. Uh, but Harvester Sorrow was my That's a good song. one. That's a good Although one. I did do, I told you guys I did like comedy bits where I would come out as different people. And not just that one thing I talked about, but like lots of, we would always change it up and do stupid things. So I had a lot of different themes. So the main one was Harvester Sorrow. And then uh, Dirty Deeds by ACDC. That's not bad. That's good. Mm-hmm. 
You could have teamed with Balls Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, I think, before. Was he using that theme? Well, he had well, used uh, Big Balls, Big right? Balls, Oh, yeah. Big Balls, right, yeah. Um. So, I'll say mine. Do we have more answers? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's so the answers. Yeah, um, I didn't know there were more. Well, I thought about um, uh, using Sweet Leaf, and then, like, <laughs> I would have, like, the smoke cloud, and then I would appear and I would just be like a, like a stone wrestler mm, that would be my like thing <laughs> and then your your like your technique is to get your opponent contact high oh, so yeah. you could take them out right or that could be I your like finisher oh, yeah. it's the contact or the or the cotton mouth <laughs> no. someone get her some water or she's the, got cotton mouth or the bong rip mm. where like I like rip their arms or something Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop. Okay. Uh, what was that old? There was some weed song I played on the show before. I can't remember what it's called, and I don't have it, the track here. But it was like some old, like hippie fucking weed song that was hilarious. One of our fucking listeners probably knows about it. Well, while we if figure that out, here's Brian. Hey Tommy, I just wanted to comment on BT. Oh Band's no! Line. Oops. I mean, you Rest guys have peace. been pretty consistent in the past ten years, and I love that. That's pretty rare to find in bands. Um, how far do you guys see yourselves? Like, I hope you never stop making music. But what do you think? <laughs> Are you gonna break up? He's asking. Christopher the- Lee, uh, how how long do you foresee yourself making music? Well, I'd like you to know that I have a Christmas album coming out very shortly. No, it came out already. Uh, yeah. But I am on my deathbed, so I hope that You're it comes dead. out. You're dead. You're already dead. I hope it does not come out posthumously. <laughs> but you never know with these things. Um, all right. Uh, we got another one from... By the way, my influences are... <laughs> we got to go, Chris. Metallica. <laughs> They're a band, right? Yeah. Sure. Okay, them. <laughs> is Cliff Burton where you are? Yes. Uh-oh. He's the guy with that mop on his head, isn't he? <laughs> he seems to be trapped under a bus. I'm not oh, strong still? enough. <laughs> yes. He's like the human Excalibur. You got to well, pull him out from the bus and then you could be in Metallica. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> but I'm weak and frail. As oh. I told you, you retain your same body as when exactly when you died. I'm sorry. There are many babies down here, too, no. just in their newborn state. You're just rolling around on the floor? Yes. What were we just talking about again? Your Christmas, Christmas album. My Christmas album! I certainly hope it comes out before I kick the bucket. <laughs> Wait, why am I here again? <laughs> you're dead. Dusty, why am because I here? Because someone opened the door to the crypt. That's why you're oh. here. Go back in there. Uh, all right, here we have uh, Anonymous. And it's nothing. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Anonymous. Uh, and then we have El Duterino. Uh-oh. If I was a professional wrestler, what would my entrance theme be? That'd be easy. Slayer Silent Scream. That's hands down the best Slayer song. But I guess that would mean I'd be a villain, so I'd get in the ring and lose in 30 seconds. But regardless, still That's an awesome so sad. song. Isn't uh, that song about abortion? I thought why like that maybe he doesn't know that but it's about abortion isn't maybe it Maybe he's pro life and that's why he thinks that would make him a villain. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Like good maybe so. Sid, what would your entrance theme be? Um, I think it would be Rise Above by Black Flag. 
It's got a really good aggressive intro, and I could do, like, was it the Steiner Brothers that they'd run in and start beating the shit out of their opponents while their music was still playing? Oh, you just go right at it. Uh, no, that was uh, New Jack and the Gangsters. No, 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 no. It was either the, I think the Steiner Brothers did that too, didn't they? Like, Welcome to the Jungle would play, and they'd run in and start beating the shit out of somebody while it was still going. Okay. I think. So I, it would be that kind of a thing. Where the they, bushwhackers. The really aggressive music starts, and I'm already like, pummeling. So we just kind of like bushwhack all the way to the... No, no, <laughs> no. You can do that to your song, Noah. You leave me. No, I'm high. Me. I could barely move. I could barely make it to the ring. Well, you could walk like a bushwhacker even when you're high. Well, uh, when I was a kid, I oh. always wanted uh, this to be my, uh, my song. Not this part, though. Right after this, this little sample. Yeah! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is how when I would like play wrestle. In your Zubas? In my, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, yes. I'm bringing it back, baby. And I can see you with like gold glasses. <laughs> this is totally me. But, this is a good entrance theme if you take out how overplayed it's been and just yeah. think of it in a vacuum. I mean, I haven't heard this well, yeah, in a while. Like, yeah, like, exactly. If you, think, if you put it in the context of when it just came out, it works. So, but if I were to do a, a metal song, I really like uh, "Spheres of Madness" by Decapitate because it has a oh, that's a good one. It has a very long intro and it's immediately but recognizable. But I think I think this one suits your personality. Oh no, this would totally be it. I th- I thought you were gonna say this one. Yeah, let me play this. <laughs> no, very, zombie nation. Very <laughs> Russian. No, no, no. I get no, to no. the hook because that's. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this part. Wow, I totally forgot about this. Until you <laughs> Rob used to drive around Brighton Beach with the windows down. <laughs> Rob, what is Rob with Rob what's Rob Yeah. <laughs> like with his Lexus. It, it was one of those play school cars. Like, <laughs> plastic ones. He had a big wheel blasting this. Did you even fit in those? When you, like, you had to get like for the next day job, probably. I never had one of those. Aww. But if you listen to this and you lived in anywhere near Brighton Beach in the 90s, this, this is your what anthem. it sounded like. Well, I'm just saying this takes me right back to that yeah. time because it was so... This is like shirtless Rob with a pacifier <laughs> around his neck just bouncing. Bro! <laughs> oh, 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 Pop oh, it up, oh, bro! Oh, 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 <laughs> is this oh. the song that your sister lost her virginity to? Oh! <laughs> Rob's answer Why is. Why does that mean? Rob's answer is she hasn't yet. Oh, he was probably <laughs> yeah. asleep, trying to sleep in the bedroom when it happened. Shut up! Like, I'm in here. Come on, stop Over it. <laughs> That's the bed. Uh, That's it's like... going to the beat, creaking. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of great Adidas friends. sweatpants thrown at your head as you try <laughs> to sleep. We're, I'm trying to sleep. We're trying to fuck. Shut up. <laughs> Rob is flattered that the, the guy's accent was Russian. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I, 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 I don't approve. I'd rather my sister date an American. <gasps> Why, for that a green card? That wasn't true. <laughs> what? She was born in this country. <laughs> no Unlike you, Noah. Oh, shit. It's true, but I'm a, I'm a citizen. As am I. Take that Where mom. are your papers, Sid? I, I'm not, I don't believe you until I see the papers. You're an illegal. That is about to break. It's going to collapse. <laughs> what is it? I was like, what is this? I was like, oh, it's the bed. Did you have bunk beds? Were you on underneath her when this was happening? Uh, we did have bunk beds. <laughs> oh, my God. But she never, like, brought a guy home. Uh, that never happened. 
So well, we're the, listening to it right now, so, so it's yeah. Yeah. Her virginity was probably lost at her uh, boyfriend's At house. the club? Or at the club. That's why. Club heaven. Club heaven's bathroom. <laughs> they had a bed at the club. <laughs> a squeaky bed with bad <laughs> sprinkles. This is like one of them old wooden toilets. This, this, this bed sound effect is really hurting my ears. <laughs> is it because of the sound or because of what you're thinking? No, the, the memories. <laughs> the memories of Rich, though. All right. Well, what's our question for next week, Sid? Uh, why is it on me to... Why no, is, that's the question. Why is it on me to come up with the question? Why is Zombie Nation the best song ever made? <laughs> what um, local Russian dance clubs exist in your neighborhoods? No. If you had to guess where each of us lost our virginity, what would it be? And oh. Where would oh, it be and why? One. I like that. Okay. okay. Paint us a picture. All right. There we have it. That's our show. Thank you for listening. And please remember to rate us on iTunes. Rape us on iTunes? <laughs> rate. Oh, rate. Oh, I got scared. That's how Rob lost his virginity. He was raped on iTunes. And uh, leave a comment. Follow and us on rate. Twitter. At uh, MI Livecast on Twitter. Facebook is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. We're out of here. We'll see you next week on the Zombie Nation Express.